Hi, we want to welcome you to the Heights Baptist Podcast. Uh, my name is Lee, and I'm the uh, lead pastor here at Heights. And our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And we have designed this podcast uh, essentially to bring topics of faith out or, or maybe things happening in our culture and how as believers in Christ we can relate to those things because it's our desire that this podcast would, would just help you take the next step of faith, no matter uh, what that step of faith uh, needs to be. And so we are in a series on the names of God, and this is week four of that series. Uh, so far we have looked at the Lord is my shepherd, and then also the difference between Yahweh and Adonai, and then also the God who sees. Uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, the Lord who will provide out of Genesis chapter 22. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, joining us, and I'm with my uh, co-host here, uh, Pastor Matt Hogan. So welcome, and episode 50. Episode 50, we made it. N and we were not greeted with balloons or streamers or a party or anything. I can make one of those noise things if you want. <laughs> we need to talk to our sponsors, <laughs> or, or, which we have no sponsors, by the way. So, you know, right. in case anyone was confused on that joke, no one sponsors the podcast. But yeah, so great. Um, so the Lord will provide is what we're going to look at today. And uh, that's Jehovah Jireh uh, is the way a lot of times people uh, hear that name mm -hmm. used. You know, maybe if you've done a Sunday school class, study on that or something. Uh, but you were bringing up kind of a very interesting point off, off camera about how there's a, a different way to say that. That's right. Yeah, so, so jump into that. What, what is that? That's right. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, the, the, the word Yahweh being the, the proper name of God. It's the right. name that God gave uh, to his people. It's the, the name that God gave Moses at the burning bush. Um, and there's actually a couple of different ways of saying that. Remember that when we translate the Bible from Hebrew into English, not every word always translates exactly, and not every letter translates exactly. So you've got to make some judgment calls about how you're going to make those Hebrew sounds sound in English. Right. And so there's, a, there's an older way, um, a more traditional way of, of, the, of saying God's name that instead of pronouncing it, the, the word we've been using is Yahweh. Mm -hmm. now, that's how we've been pronouncing it for these, um, for these podcasts. And so right. just kind of for consistency's sake, every time we get to that four letter divine name, we're always going to say Yahweh. Right. Um, there's an older, more traditional way of pronouncing it, which is to say Jehovah. Mm -hmm. And it, it's the same word. It's just using different English sounds to what, what we call transliterate, which right. means we're saying the Hebrew word, but we're spelling it with English letters. Yeah. And that's basically because the, 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 the Yod sound in Hebrew, um, sometimes translators would, would pronounce that with a J, and, some, and, and more modern translators usually use a Y or a Y sound. Yeah. So that's basically what, and, and the same with like, sometimes you use the, the, the W has a V sound, and sometimes it has a, a more of a W sound. So that's why Yahweh and Yehovah are, mm -hmm. you know, it's, they sound very different, but it's just two different ways of saying the same word. Right. And so you might be familiar with the, the term Jehovah Jireh. You might have that hanging on a wall somewhere, or you might have gone through that in, in a Bible study right. in your life group. Um, and, but just for consistency's sake, we're going to be using the same pronunciation for Yahweh that we've been using. And so instead of saying Jehovah Jireh, we're going to say Yahweh Yireh. And that's just, again, it's using more the Ya sound for that, for what we would, or what we used to use the J sound for. Right. Okay. So good. So basically it might depend on when you grew up, 
Yep. <laughs> what course. translation what of the Bible translation you're you use? Yeah. Where you may be from. Right. Are you from north of the Mason-Dixon line or south of the Mason-Dixon line? Can you get the guttural sound in your voice out or yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of different ways of you know pronouncing these things. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I brought out when we were discussing that just kind of nerd history person I am is, you know, in the Civil War there were some battles that the North, you know, for first battle of Bull Run. They called it First Battle Bull Run because Bull Creek was through the battlefield, but then the South called it First Battle of Manassas because Manassas is the nearest town to the battlefield. So, right. so even in the Civil War, you have the same battle, uh, but the North called it one thing, South called it another thing. So, yeah, so there you go. I know some people just right now, they're going to be like, man, next time I'm on Jeopardy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We got that settled. So, well, and we're, and we're nerding out big time right now. We are, but that's okay. That's part of the podcast. <laughs> so, we want to thank you for joining us. If you're if you're hopping in with us live or maybe listening later, uh, let's go to Genesis chapter 22 because we want to look at this story uh, where we get the, the 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 idea that the Lord will provide. And in Genesis chapter 22, um, you have the the sacrifice of Isaac. You know, Abraham. Abraham uh, and we'll just back up a little bit even further from that. I mean, Abraham, uh, Isaac is his, you know, promised child. Through 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 Isaac is going to come this nation. Through Isaac's going to come these these people, you know. And so you had Abraham and Sarah, who he's a hundred, she's ninety, you know, don't have kids together. God says, "Yep, you're going to have kids." <laughs> you know, they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> they have Isaac. Pick it up in Genesis 22, we don't know exact age, but maybe about a teenager, you know, early 20s, maybe yeah. some folks think. Yeah, he's you know. not a young child. He's not a baby. He's probably a young adult. Right. So not an infant, not like a five-year-old or anything like that. And so God says, go, go sacrifice Isaac. Like go, you know, go slaughter him. Right. And, and so pick up in the story with me there. Yeah. So, um, so, so they go out to the the, the mount, and the, the mount's called uh, the Mount Mount Moriah, mm-hmm. um, and that's a that's a place that kind of centers in uh, significantly to the the biblical story, not just to Abraham's story, but right. to the story of the whole nation. Yeah, um, because that's going to be later on that the biblical authors are going to conf- are going to connect that with the Temple Mount. Yeah, and so there's so even there's sort of a foreshadowing of kind of what's going on here. Right, um, and they they go up the they go up the mountain and. Uh, um, and, you know, and they even says, you know, um, uh, Hey, we got the wood. Yeah. yeah we, we've we, got the wood. We've we got, got the wood. knife. We've got the fire. Where's the sacrifice? Where's the sacrifice? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and before, before this sacrifice takes place, um, Abraham says this really interesting thing where he says, the Lord will provide yeah. the sacrifice, Yeah. you know? And then sure enough, you know, I, I don't know if, I don't know if Isaac understood it as he was walking up the right. walking up the mountain carrying the, right, right. the wood with his dad. Yeah. But at some point, Isaac figured out like, uh oh, uh oh, yeah, like, oh, we're, like we're missing a very significant part of this yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but God calls out to Abraham and he says, yeah. no, you yeah. know, this isn't this isn't what I want. Yeah. Um, and uh, and sure enough, the Lord provided a sacrifice and Abraham looks over and caught in the brambles. There's this right. there's this ram. Yeah. And God says, it's not going to be your son. Yeah. It's going to be this substitute. Substitute. That yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah. And there's so much in that story that's interesting to me because when they get there and Abraham and Isaac leave, they, you know, they leave the helpers behind. Yeah. And Abraham's like, we'll be back. You know, I mean, Abraham knows the plan. He knows what God's called him to do, but he says, we'll, we'll be back. And then, like you said, as they're kind of walking up, Isaac's like, well, man, I got the wood. Where, where's the animal? But the thing I think we miss in the story 
is there's a point where Isaac had to agree to this. Right. You know, I mean, it's not, Abraham's over 100, clearly. Yeah. So it's not like he's overpowering his 20-year-old or 15-year-old son. You know, the text doesn't say he knocked him out, you know, like he hit him with a club or, you know, he drugged him or anything. So at some point, Isaac's like, yeah, I'll get on, I'll get on the wood, you know, here. I'll lay down. I'll be the sacrifice. And, and I've always thought in just my imagination, at what point did like Abraham, you know, when, when, did he raise the knife and, you know, and, and God's like, no, no, <laughs> you know, like, no. I mean, did he, you know, is he looking around like, here we go, Lord, here we go, here we go, here we go. That's totally the picture I see in right. my mind, yeah. in, my, in my imagination, yeah. when I imagine the story, I totally imagine that he's like ready to like, yeah. And, yeah. and that ends in that moment that, that God, God says, says no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered that, like how far up in the, <laughs> with the knife did he get? But you brought up, and it's verse 14 in Genesis 22. That's the, that's the key verse. Um, where it says, so Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide, as it said to this day, on the mount, the Lord, uh, it shall be provided. And so that's, that's the idea, that name of God, that the Lord will provide. Now, I know when we talk about provision, kind of our modern day context, we usually use the term provisions as, you know, do we have enough groceries? We're about to hit a road trip. So, you know, we got the road trip snacks. Yep. You know, so we use provision in that regard on a very kind of everyday level in a way. But I think there's, there's something deeper happening in Genesis 22 than that. And, and, and so you, you kind of mentioned it, but let, let's circle back to that where you said, you know, he provided a ram and that ram was a substitute. So what, what's that kind of foreshadowing to us? That's right. Well, I mean, it's, it's, foresha it's foreshadowing Jesus. Yeah. You know, it. What, what, um, what, what, uh, what God is doing here is very early on in the biblical story. Right. God is making sure that um, Abraham understands that salvation is going to come by way of a substitute. Yeah. And that the, you know, this firstborn son is going to be, or this promised son, this chosen son is going to be delivered mm -hmm. by means of a substitute. Yeah. And so if you can kind of think, if you kind of fast forward through the biblical story, again, yeah. this, this mountain is connected. They connect this mountain with the mountain that eventually becomes Jerusalem where they built the temple. Right. You know, and so for a lot of, of Israel's history, yeah. you go up on this mountain yeah. and you offer lambs, goats, bulls um as a sacrifice as a substitute mm -hmm. so that you know the animals are taking the place you know of the sinful people right you know and then ultimately you know and I, the i've got a uh we, we use the uh jesus storybook bible by sally lloyd jones mm -hmm. with the kids yeah. um at home and, and she always makes this uh, connection at the end of that story she says one day there was going to be another son mm -hmm. who goes up that who goes up that mountain right carrying wood on his back yeah yeah you know when when jesus christ who's the ultimate son right is going to give his life yeah as a substitute yeah for all of us right you know and i'm, I'm literally like getting chills right yeah. now as i'm just thinking about that the, what the what the biblical authors have done connecting yeah. all of all these the dots, dots for yeah. us yeah um in in seeing you know very early on in the biblical story that god is the one who's going to provide the means yeah. of salvation yeah yeah and i think this is, this is a key kind of part we need to work on in reading our Bibles is this isn't just a standalone story. 
right. You know, like this is not just the story of Abraham and Isaac and God provided a ram and, you know, Isaac's off the hook, so to speak. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, so to read our Bibles, we, we need to read that with the, the long view in mind. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, right here, obviously in the context of Abraham, they're not putting together all the pieces of the puzzle quite yet. Right. But for us, we have the Bible. And so for us, we need to work on that skill of being able to read a story like Genesis 22 and doing what you just did and go, wait a minute, hang on. There was somebody who took our place. Well, who's that person? You know, and, and being able to see how that salvation history, that line just runs all the way to, to Christ. Because as God made that promise to to, to, you know, Abraham, that through your lineage is going to come that nation. You never see that covenant broken. And so we, we see this, that this is a God that doesn't break promises, that provides ways, provides for us, you know. And so I love that. I always think of uh, Luke chapter 24, where Jesus is talking to the guys on the road to Emmaus, and, you know, and he's, he's starting at the Old Testament scriptures, and he's, you know, walking them through how all those were about him. And I've always wondered, I'm like, he covered this one? <laughs> like, was this in that, that sermon Jesus preached to him? You know, I so. really want to be in that small group Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really want to be a fly on the wall and hear that whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, let, me, let me walk you through the whole Bible and right. tell you about how it was about how, me. How it was about me, yeah, yeah, in so many ways. But so we, we, we obviously, as believers in Christ, can say, thank you, Lord, you provided for us in Christ for our salvation, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and, and I think for those of you that may be tuning in, um, whether you are watching this live or listening later in your car or on your phone, out, you know, at Planet Fitness, wherever you are, if you're not a believer in Jesus, uh, let me just encourage you right now, place your faith and trust in him. This is a God that has provided a way for you to be with him forever. This is a God that has provided a way for you to have your sins forgiven uh, and to have an eternal home in heaven with him. And so I want to just encourage you, uh, no matter maybe where you are right now, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just stop what you're doing and just simply ask him. Ask him to be your Savior. Place your faith and your trust in Jesus and Jesus alone for the forgiveness of your sins. We would, we would love for you to be able to do that and let us know that you have. We'd love to be able to follow up with you as well. So we can look at how God has provided for us in salvation. But we also need to remember on a, on a daily basis, he is a providing God. That's right. You know, I mean, he, he's our God of our, our daily bread. He, he provides for us in an ongoing sense. You yeah. Know? Yeah, definitely. I think that at the point, in fact, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I, I was, I was nerding out on the Hebrew just a little bit, you know, as, as we were kind of getting ready to do this episode. And I think it's, it's interesting now the, um, they sound very different because last week was was El Roy, the God who sees, right. the God who sees me, yeah. and then this is uh, Yahweh Yireh, which is the Lord will will provide. Um, so those two words don't sound the same in English, but they're yeah. actually related to each other right. in in Hebrew. They're in the Hebrew dictionary. They're right next to each other. One yeah. is a one's a noun and one is a verb. Yeah. And so this word, uh, the Lord will provide, uh, literally means in Hebrew, um, the Lord will see. Yeah. God will see. Yeah. Um, and what that means is it's a it's a it's an idiom that works the same way in Hebrew that it works in English, where mm -hmm. we'll see you know I'll see to it. Yeah. See to it that it gets done. Yeah. You know. So the way the way that um, the, the way that we're trained, the, the, the biblical um, scholars will translate that is, you know, that it's, it's the, the Lord see, it's not just the Lord sees me. That's kind of like the way they translate it in the one we talked about a couple weeks ago, but this is like the Lord is going to make sure that it happens, right. you know? And so, yeah, God's going to take care of that Yeah. in the same way that, you know, I'm getting my family ready for a trip. 
Yeah. I'm going to make sure that my kids have everything they need. Right. You know, because I'm going to see to it. Yeah. You know, or I'm going to see that there's a need and I'm going to make sure that need is met. Yeah. God does that same thing for us. Yeah. No, that's good. And so I, I want to just encourage you as we're wrapping up today uh, to know if you have trusted God with your soul, you can trust God with those everyday uh, decisions that you need to make and those everyday de- provisions because God has made a way for you not only to be saved, but he is a God uh, who makes a way every day. Uh, for you in the provisions that you need. And so maybe right now, uh, today, you need to just stop and thank God for that. Say, thank you, God, for providing uh, for my salvation, but thank you, God, for the way you're providing for me on a daily basis, because this is who this God is, the Lord who provides. And so any any final thoughts or anything to wrap us up with? You know, I just, I think as a, you know, as a, as a husband and a father, you know, as, as a breadwinner and a provider, um, there, there's a lot of pressure that right. comes with making sure that my family is provided for. And, and so I think even as, a, even as someone who's been a believer for a long time and somebody who's a pastor, you can have that temptation to kind of fall into that fear of worry and, you know, having anxiety and worrying about, you yeah. know, is there going to be enough? Are the bills going to get paid? Are the repairs going to get completed? Is the car going to make it to the next, yeah. you know, you know to, is it going to make it to its next tune-up? Um, and so there can be a temptation to sort of really trust in myself and my own ability sure. to provide yeah. and to forget about the fact that, that God is the one who provides, right. you know, and, and the most important way he does that is by providing us, um, salvation in yeah. Jesus Christ. No, that's good. That's good. So next week, uh, cause you brought up anxieties and worries and those things next week, we're going to talk about the Lord is our peace. Ooh. And so this is good. That's gonna you, you just segued that right in beautifully. So uh, so next week we'll be looking at the Lord as our peace because there is a lot of things within our lives, especially I guess in our current reality where we're like, what's going on and what's going to happen and this and this and this. And so I think next week's going to be a good good discussion about how God can give us peace uh, in those moments in life when we definitely need them. So I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to having you join us again. Uh, whether you uh, join us here on our Facebook page or YouTube page or your favorite audio podcast app. Uh, we're glad that you're able to tune in. encourage you to share this with someone. Again, our, our mission here at Heights is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. And this is just one of the tools in which we have designed to help you take a step of faith and someone else uh, to join you in that step as well. If you are in our area, we'd love to see you in person at our worship services on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. If you're unable to in- attend in person right now, we encourage you to join us online on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. here at our Heights Facebook page or our Heights YouTube page. And so when you go to YouTube, you can click that subscribe button, and that will keep you current on all of our digital content, or like the Heights Facebook page. And again, you'll be able to keep uh, current on all the things that are happening here at Heights. And so until we see each other again, hope you have a wonderful week, and God bless.